535, hit us out to Laredo About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's AAA in the building for the Piss Stop Edition. K-State versus Iowa State. You know what it is. Farmageddon. The probably the best named rivalry in all of sport. I, I mean, I can't I can't picture a better one than Farmageddon. You know how the pit stop goes. Ten minutes or less, we give you the keys to the game for K-State and what exactly needs to happen for K-State to leave victorious. Now, if you listen to last week's episode, I mean, pretty much nailed it, right? Uh, I mean, pretty much dunked on it. If you listen to the pit stop, then you were mightily impressed with how much uh, how, how much we nailed that game, right? I, I mean, we brought the crystal ball out and, and we pretty much... Got everything you needed to know. So we're going to try to do the same for this game against Iowa State. First, little rundown of both teams. K-State, 20th ranked team in the country. Coming into Ames, Iowa, who's coming off of a loss against KU. Here's the bad thing, though. The last two times K-State has played Iowa State, we've lost. We've lost the last two Farmageddons, which ain't good. And weird things always seem to happen in Ames, Iowa, at least once a year. Weird things happen in Ames. Here's a rundown real quick. 2019, number 25 UT lost. 2020, number 6 OU lost. 2021, number 7 OSU lost. So weird things happen in Ames. So no matter what that record of that team is or who they just lost to, they are going to be tough to beat and it's going to be a difficult game because this is this is usually their biggest game of the year and it just so happens to be us which farm in town is better. <laughs> so let's get into it. What are the keys to the game against Iowa State? And one of the keys that we're going to talk about is kind of the first key uh one of the first keys we talked about last last pit stop and last game. Uh, you're going up against a very weak offensive line here in Iowa State. Look at their last two games against Baylor and KU. Against KU, they gave up eight tackles for loss, five sacks. And in Baylor, against Baylor, they lost, they gave up eight tackles for loss and four sacks. So K-State's defensive line is far superior to KU's, and it's better than Baylor's. Baylor does have some good players on their defense, but K-State's defensive line is far superior than both of those. So expect the same thing we talked about last week. This is a game where I'm expecting 10 double-digit tackles for loss. So that's why 10 is your first key to the game. So 10 tackles for loss, five sacks, somewhere in about there, and K-State should be feeling good because they're going up against a quarterback in Iowa State that has thrown a pick at least one interception in every single game this year except one. And keep in mind, Iowa State played some buds to start the year off. He's thrown a pick in every single game but one. So what does that tell you? Under pressure, he will. He will throw an interception or make a mistake. And we told you last game, right, against Tech that their quarterback was going to throw two picks. And what happened? He threw two picks. I'm telling you, if you can reach that... 10 TFL mark, five sack mark in this game, that means you're getting pressure on the quarterback and he's going to make a mistake because he will press. So that's why 10 slash five is your first key to the game. Your next key to the game is going to be 70 yards. 70 
uh, let's make it 75. 70 to 75 yards in the rushing game allowed. Iowa State's going to do everything they can to ease off pressure off of their starting quarterback. Unfortunately for Iowa State, they also happen to be down to their third string or second string running back, depending on their health situation, and they have not been a good rushing football team this year. Last two games against KU, grand total of 26 yards on 30 carries. That's less than a yard a carry. Against Baylor, they were only able to amount 66 yards rushing, 2.4 yards a carry. So what happens in those situations if I'm automatically getting in the backfield, if I'm sacking the quarterback, and now I have no rush game to support me as a quarterback, I press even more, right? I feel under duress, like I have to go out and win this game. So combine those factors, which is another reason why I'm very confident K-State is going to get at least one pick in this game, is because of the fact that Iowa State's rush game is poor. So if you can keep that rush game under that 70, 75 yard mark, then they're going to have to force the ball into their quarterback's hands and he's going to make a mistake in this game. And with the ability that Iowa State has to be very inconsistent offensively, if at any point in this game you go up two scores, you can feel fairly confident that K-State's going to win. So take away one of those scoring possessions away from, from Iowa State by forcing the ball into their quarterback quarterback's hands. Eliminate the run game as a threat. Force the ball into the quarterback's hands and and K-State will win this game. So that's why your second key to the game is that 70, 75 yard mark in the rushing game. Now your final key to the game is going to actually come in the K-State's passing game. Now, Coach Kleiman was on ESPN this past week and he talked about how K-State's doing, the progression of Martinez, but he did mention that he still thinks the best is yet to come in this passing game. And What's really notable about Iowa State is the fact that they do have actually a good defense. So their defense is relatively solid, but they do have mental lapses, which leads to big chunk yardage in this game. And so if at any point, you know, K-State really wants to take over this game, they're going to have to push the ball because Iowa State is going to try to make you drive the ball the whole way down the field. They're, they're going to try to eliminate chunk plays, but they do have these mental lapses that lead to lead to huge plays and that's why I think four is the next key to the game. So I'm, I'm expecting four plays of at least 25 yards or more in the passing game, four big chunk yardage plays. I'm expecting one of them to be from Malik, one of them to be from Brooks, and one of them to be from Deuce. They are going to have a mental lapse some, at some point in this game where you can really take advantage of them over the top because they're going to be so committed to stopping the run of K-State, to stop the mobility of Martinez, that they are going to sell out on the run and you are going to be able to beat them over the top. Go look back at, at the Baylor game. They are going to be committed to try to stop this run game uh, of K-State's and it's going to cost them uh, against us over the top. So we cannot be afraid to press the ball deep, to try to take advantage of, of Iowa State's defense here, which is solid but can be beat over the top. And, and it's been shown in some of the games against Big 12 play earlier this year. So that's why your last key to the game is four, four, four. <laughs> four plays of at least 25 or more in the passing game. You've got to attack this team because they're going to commit to the run. So recap of those keys to the game for K-State. First key of the game, 
was 10 slash 5. 10 tackles for loss, 5 sacks in this game. Get pressure on the quarterback. Make him feel antsy in the pocket. Your next key to the game was 70 slash 75 yards to keep Iowa State under in the rushing game, right? You want to put even more pressure on that quarterback because he's thrown a pick in every single game but one this year. And if you do those things, take away the running game, force the ball into his hands, give him the pressure, he's going to give you a free possession. And then the final key to the game is take advantage of the fact that Iowa State is going to be committed to stopping your run game and force the ball over the top of this defense that has been susceptible to big plays. Give your playmakers like Brooks, Vaughn, and Knowles a chance to have a big play because they're going to be committed to trying to eliminate the short game and make you drive all the way down the field. This defense can be beaten over the top. And that, do those things, and K-State will avoid losing to Iowa State for the third time in Farmageddon because weird things do happen in Ames. But since we're coming off of back-to-back years losing to Iowa State, I don't think this is a situation where K-State's going to walk into a trap game and and lose. I think K-State rolls out of Ames with a victory and stops this bad streak that they've been on in Farmageddon and shows Iowa that Kansas farmers feed more people. Follow us at I-35 Sports CXN on Twitter. We out.